There are many stories of the strange and unusual. Some are true, others are not. Misfits Audio is proud to present Strange Stories, a collection of tales by Mike Murphy that can take place on any world at any time. We hope our cast entertains you with these tales of the supernatural and the fantastic. Mr. Nicholson, over here. Well, well, well. Professor Thomas Hoyt. I never thought I'd see you again. Nor I you. I'm sure you've had ample opportunities to regret firing me from consumer pharmaceuticals. No. No? What did you expect me to do? You left me no choice when Miss Patterson filed that sexual harassment suit against you. That was a crock and you know it. Professor, I did not come out here in the middle of the workday to rehash old news. Why did you come here, Mr. Nicholson? It was your mysterious appeal to meet me and show me something that you said, and I quote, will make us both rich. I knew that would get you here. You're the same greedy SOB you've always been. I also did not come here to be insulted. But you won't leave, will you? You won't leave because you want to see how I can make you rich. Can we skip the mutual admiration society and just get on with this? Why... why'd you want to meet in a cemetery anyway? You'll understand shortly. Hurry up. Graveyards give me the creeps. The sun is shining. It's 12.30 in the afternoon. It doesn't matter. They've always creeped me out. And they always will. So what do you want to show me? Notice this gravestone. Uh, James F. Rigg, beloved husband, sorely missed. So? Did you notice the date of his death? Yes, about six months ago. Exactly. That is the maximum. Maximum? What are you getting at? Observe. I remove this from my coat pocket. Voila. I've seen a thermos before, Hoyt. But you've never seen the like of what's inside this thermos. What, coffee? Far from it. I remove the top of this thermos and pour the liquid over Mr. Riggs' grave. There. It is done. Did you know this guy? I never met him before in my life. What's that noise? It's the elixir, working its magic. The earth at the gravesite is turning green. Yes, that is to be expected. Green is such a lovely color. The color of money, isn't it? Doesn't everyone want to be green nowadays? What is this elixir of yours doing? You shall soon see. Get me out of this thing. What was that? I believe it was the late Mr. Rigg. Help me, please. Help me. Anyone? Help? Surely not. It can't be. Those entreaties can't be coming from the late James F. Rigg. Beloved husband and sorely missed. Now a half dozen feet below the surface of the earth and at eternal rest inside a pine box. 
Still, Professor Hoyt did pour his mysterious elixir over the grave. Could it have... We'll be right back to investigate that possibility in a tale entitled Professor Hoyt's Remarkable Elixir. It can't be. Oh, it is. But he's... Not any longer. It's a trick. Trick? To get back at me for firing you. It must be a trick. How am I tricking you? Um, uh, ventriloquism. You're throwing your voice. Do I look like Edgar Bergen? You're trying to make me look like a fool. To embarrass me. Nothing of the kind. My remarkable elixir has brought Mr. James F. Frigg back to life. Now... Are you going to help me dig him up? What? We have to get him out of there before it's too late. I have two shovels in my trunk. Anyone? Help? You're joking. Have you ever known me to jest? That's grave robbing. Only if the person in the grave is dead. And Mr. Rigg is very much alive. No, no. I refuse to be involved in such a thing. I'm getting out of here. Fine. You've obviously forgotten about that money that is to be made from my elixir. I'll have nothing to do with digging up a grave. Fine. I'll do it myself. You do that. I have to get back to the office. Help me! Please! Of course, it will likely be too late. Late? Working alone, by the time I'm able to get the rejuvenated Mr. Rigg out of his casket, he will likely be dead again, this time from suffocation. There's only so much air down there, and with the way he's been calling out for help, he's likely to expend most of it. Get me out of here! Help! Help! But I... Uh... A man, the only example of the power of my remarkable elixir, is about to pass away because of your refusal. Can you live with yourself for allowing this beloved husband to die again? Finally. What happened to the casket? It looks, uh, burnt. Corroded, actually. That's an effect of the elixir. It seeps through the casket to get to the corpse. Don't touch it with your hands. It may burn you. Well, then how am I supposed to open it? We're trying to get the blade of your shovel under the lid. The pushing down on the handle should pop open the casket. I can't believe I'm doing this. All right, here it goes. Is it working? It seems to be. Just a little more. Oh, thank God. Thank you both so much. It was getting tough to breathe down there. You're welcome. Same. Uh, same here. This has got to be Eddie's doing. Hey, Eddie? Eddie Morse, my best friend. He's a big practical choker. He's probably laughing his butt off now. What a kidder. Mr. Rigg, I don't think you understand what just happened. Boy, will I get him back. Mr. Rigg, I think we owe you an explanation. Agreed. Have you seen this tombstone? Yeah, I saw it. Eddie went all out on this one. Must have set him back a pretty penny. But it's not... uh... Thanks again, guys. But I have to be heading home right now. (laughs) Brenda must be worried about me. Boy, am I going to catch flack for this. But you can't just walk into the house after six... Sure I can. Well, uh, at least let us drive you home. No thanks. I'd rather walk. No other way. My legs are 
kind of stiff. You don't know the half of it. I could use the exercise. Hey, where are my shoes? Oh, that Eddie. <laughs> the missus and I are only a few blocks away over on Murdoch Street. Thanks again, guys. Good. Car's the driveway. Brenda's home. Hi, honey. I'm back. <laughs> Jeez, Brenda, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to scare you. Jim! How could you... No, no. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to worry. It wasn't my idea. But you're... That Eddie pulled a bit of a practical joke on me. But I'll get him back. He won't know what hit him. This can't be happening. It's okay with you, hun. I'm going to take a shower on Grabs and Z's. Sure. That's... <laughs> That's... Fine. I can't remember ever being so tired. Jeez, I'm dead on my feet. Whoa! May I assume you're intrigued by what you saw? Intrigued isn't the word. Amazed is more like it. Thank you. All that was the result of the stuff you poured on that guy's grave? Yes, my elixir. Elixir? That's what you call it? I was thinking of a more grandiose name. Maybe uh, Professor Hoyt's remarkable elixir. You created it? All by myself. Interested? Uh, of course. Uh, how does it work? You saw it yourself. You simply pour the proper amount of the elixir onto the gravesite. It sinks through the soil, seeps into the casket, and rejuvenates the corpse within. You brought a dead man back to life. We did. But, but shouldn't he have been... Go on. After six months in a casket, uh, shouldn't he have started to, to decompose? Oh, I have no doubt he had. The elixir fixes that. It even turns embalming fluid into blood. Well, at the graveyard, uh, you said something about six months being the maximum. What did you mean by that? My findings show that the elixir in its current form cannot work its magic on anyone who has been dead for longer than six months. Of course, with the proper backing and research facilities, I should be able to extend that maximum. You want Consumer Pharmaceuticals to rehire you. It would be in your best financial interest to start making and marketing Professor Hoyt's remarkable elixir. Of course, you'll probably want to give it some more peppy, consumer-friendly name like, oh, I don't know, Welcome Back Jack, <laughs> or some such nonsense. <laughs> uh, what did Mr. Rigg die of? I have no idea. Before today, I never met him. The elixir can revive people who have died from a number of diseases. Think of the money that is to be made, Nicholson. Believe me, I am. Everyone will buy it. After all, who wouldn't want the opportunity to bring back a deceased loved one?
Betty, it's... It's Brenda. Hey, doll. I didn't expect to hear from you. I can't tell you how much I'm looking forward to tonight. I can taste that... Tonight's off. What? I've been looking forward to dinner. All I had for lunch was a soda and some stale chips from the vending machine. Why is tonight off? Are you sitting down? Yeah. He's back. Who's back? Ryan Seacrest. Who do you think? Well, I don't know. Jim's back. That's impossible. I wish it were. He's been dead for almost six months. Don't you think I know that? I got the insurance settlement. Well, it has to be a joke. It's an imposter. Oh, no. It was him. What happened? He walked into the house, as sweet as he please, like nothing ever happened, and said hello. It has to be a joke. Honey, he was in the suit we buried him in. Where is he? Oh, he's upstairs in the shower. He said he was going to clean up and take a nap. I'll be right over. I don't know if you should. You don't want to face this on your own. Need I remind you of everything we went through to get rid of him so the two of us could be together? I know. I dropped a nice chunk of change to get the medical examiner to overlook the poisons in Jim's blood and drop a fake toxicology report. Money, money, money. Is it always about money with you? Calm down, baby. I'll be right over. But what if Jim gets suspicious? Why would he be suspicious? I'm just his co-worker stopping by to say hello. So what do you think, Nicholson? Am I hired? Definitely. I'm going to push the big shots to devote a lot of the company's resources to your elixir. What about my accuser, Miss Patterson? This is too good of an opportunity to pass up. I'll figure something out. Let me make a quick call. Monica. Hey, it's Mr. Nicholson. Yeah, I'll be back in the office uh, in about 30 minutes. I-, I want you to call everyone together for a meeting in the main boardroom. Uh, department heads, board members, everyone. Yes, I know it's Friday afternoon and they might not be happy. Tell them the meeting is mandatory. That ought to do it. What's that? Uh, what's the meeting about? Why, um, the very future of consumer pharmaceuticals. That's what. Oh, thank God you've come. I don't know what to do. I... I... Easy, honey. Easy. Where's Jim? He's up in bed. Do you think he's asleep? Probably. It's been quiet up there. Let's go up and have a look. But we don't want to wake him. We won't. We just want to be certain it's him. You don't believe me? Did I say that? I only want to know what we're dealing with so I can figure out what to do next. as much as I dare open the door. It sure looks like him. It is him. I hadn't seen that earlier. What? You can see the birthmark on his neck. It's him, I tell you. I think you're right. 
But how? I don't know. I think we need to go for a drive. He's waking up. Oh, yeah. Honey? Honey? What am I going to do? Go talk to him. Me? You're the one he's asking for. Tell him you need to go run some errands. Just, Just don't tell him I'm here. Yes, honey? I thought I heard you. I'm sorry I woke you. I was... I was putting some things away in the linen closet. Are you still tired? And how? Oh, I think I'll catch a few more winks if that's okay. It's fine. I have to run a few errands. Where to? Oh, uh, the market, for one. I'll be back before too long. You just rest. <sighs> Good idea. Ren? Yes? Aren't you forgetting something? I don't think so. How about my kiss goodbye? Kiss? Sure. Let me sleep. Play one right here. Gentlemen, please, may I have some quiet? I want to thank you all for coming to this impromptu meeting. This had better be good, Nick. I assure you it is. I'm not used to Friday afternoon get-togethers. I think you'll find it worth your while. I hope so, too. Let's get on with it. Well, as you all know, for some time, Consumer Pharmaceuticals has been searching for new products to bring to the buying public. We do a respectable business in the kind of pharmaceuticals that sell well, but we've never been able to develop a unique product that everyone needs, a must-have. I believe that product is finally upon us. Indeed. Well, don't keep us in suspense. I'd like to present the man who is going to bring our company into undreamed-of realms of profitability. Uh, Come in, Professor. Him? You must be kidding. We fired him. I know that, but if you'll let me explain... I'm sure that Miss Patterson won't be too thrilled that Professor Hoyt is in the building. We should get her down here. Gentlemen, please. I know of the professor's history with this company as well as anyone. Do you honestly think I would bring him here if he didn't have a remarkable product for all of us? Well... Since you're all here, shouldn't I be allowed the opportunity to speak? I suppose that makes sense. But don't dilly-dally, Hoyt. I'll have you tossed out on your ear. Understood, Mr. Statler. The reason I am here today is to tell all of you about my remarkable elixir. What does it do? Oh, it brings the dead back to life. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I should take some of that. He's telling the truth. (laughs) I've seen it work. Have you? Yes, earlier today. Tell us what you witnessed, Nick. Well, the professor um, poured some of the elixir onto a gravesite. It seeped through the ground and into the casket below, bringing the dead man inside back to life. Oh, dad. I saw it happen. I helped dig up the rejuvenated man. This dirt you see on my suit, it's from his grave. What did he look like? A skeleton? Oh, not at all. My elixir is capable of repairing any deterioration that has happened to a corpse. Until further research can be done to increase the abilities of the elixir, 
It is currently capable of rejuvenating someone who's been dead for six months or less. I can't believe you ruined our Friday afternoon for this... for this fiction. It's true. I have worked here for years, and I have always given this company my absolute best. Have you ever known me to joke where the future of consumer pharmaceuticals is involved? But a magic elixir that brings the dead back to life? I've seen it work. I can understand that you don't believe me. I didn't believe it myself at first. All I can tell you is this. With the proper research and development, this elixir can make us millions. If we don't take this chance, one of our competitors will. Why, Clint Mann over at Biofarm would jump at this opportunity. Might you take your offer to Biofarm, Professor? It would be tempting. Of course we would. We? If you turn the professor down, uh, I would have no problem walking out of here today for good. Maybe Professor Hoyt and I would start a new company solely for the development of the elixir. That might be the way to go. Why, within two years, you would be eating our dust. What do you say, gentlemen? Look at this. Someone dug him up. Why would anyone do that? No idea. I'm more curious as to how Jim came back to life. Look at the dirt around the grave. It's a bright green. And the casket looks corroded around the edges. What could do that? Mrs. Rigg! Mrs. Rigg! Who's that? That's Mr. Marconi, the groundskeeper. Mrs. Rigg, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Mr. Marconi. Please, everybody calls me Tony. You remember Edward Morse, my husband's co-worker? Yes, I, I do. Good day, Mr. Morse. Tony? I'm so sorry you had to see this without warning, ma'am. I just discovered what happened a few minutes ago. I tried calling you, but uh, there was no answer. You called the house? Yes, but uh, after a few rings, the answering machine kicked on. I I didn't want to leave a message about this on the phone. It didn't seem right. Do you have any idea who did this? Unfortunately, no. I I think there were two of them. Why do you think that? There are two shovels there on the grass. So there are. But there are three sets of footprints in the dirt. One of the guys was in bare feet. You're right. I hadn't noticed that. Maybe one guy kept a lookout while the other two dug. Are there any clues, Tony? I'm afraid not. But there soon will be. What do you mean? The police are on their way. They'll figure out what happened, find the culprits, and get your late husband's body back to its eternal rest. The police? Sure. I hung up from them just before I saw you and Mr. Morse. Grave robbing is a crime, you know. Did I do something wrong? No, not at all. Oh, good. Brenda, we better get going. You you can't stay. The police might want to talk with you. I'm afraid we have a very important appointment to keep. I'll let them know. Uh, If they need to speak with you, I'll send them over to the house. Send the police? You're only over on uh, Murdoch Street. They could walk there from here. The police, Eddie! The police! I heard the man. What are we going to do? We have to kill Jim and hide the body somewhere. But we killed him months ago! I know that. I guess it... didn't take. But the police are bound to find out. 
not if we're careful. How are you thinking about killing him? A gun. But the cops! We're the only ones who know Jim is alive. We can't kill a man who everyone believes is still dead. I am so messed up. Here's the plan. I'll drop you off at the house. We'd better swing by the market first. I told Jim I was going to the market. Okay. After I drop you at home, I'm going to see a friend of mine. What friend? You don't know him. It's better that way. What are you seeing him about? He owes me a big favor. I can get a gun from him. No questions asked. We'll kill Jim and take care of the body. The police will never find him. And as far as they're concerned, it will be an unsolved case of grave robbing and we'll be in the clear. No one else will ever know about Jim coming back to life. But what about the two men at the cemetery? The guys with the shovels? They know. That's right. We'll have to find them and see that they don't talk. You mean kill them too? If we have to. The market's right down the street. Get some milk and bread or whatever and I'll drop you home. But... What is it? I don't know if I can be home alone with Jim. Why not? You were before. Right. And I was scared to death until you showed up. It won't be for long and I'll be back as soon as I can. Here's the market. But what if Jim... What? What if he wants to... Well, you know... Snuggle. Or worse. You didn't kiss him before we left. His lips were... Like ice. If he wants to get friendly, what will I do? I don't know. Haven't you ever had a headache before? you really leave here and start your own pharmaceutical company, Nick? Like a shot. You're not considering the profit potential of the professor's elixir. I am. Hi, everyone. I'm certainly considering it. Professor, you said you have successfully used this elixir to bring a man back to life? Yes, not long ago. Where is he? He, uh... He, uh, he went home. Home? You let him get away? He just, uh, walked away. I'll want to speak with him before I consider manufacturing the elixir. What say you, Mr. Waldorf? I'd say that's reasonable, Mr. Statler. But I'm not sure where he is. Well, find him, Nick. He's the key to this whole deal. Well, now what do we do? We find him. How? We know his name from the headstone, James F. Rigg. That's a pretty common name. We could ask to see the cemetery's records or call their office for the information. That would only get the authorities suspicious. Wait a minute. Rig told us the street he lives on. He did? At the graveyard, remember? He mentioned he was going to walk home because he lived so close. That's right. He did. Uh, what was that street name? Um, Mur uh, something. Uh, Mur. Uh, Murdoch. That was it. James F. Rigg on Murdoch Street. Uh, where are the white pages? We'll look them up. We can bring him back here and get production of the elixir approved. We're going to be rich. Hi, honey. Ah! Sorry, I startled you. I'm two for two today. You're awake. Yeah, that's how sleeping works. You go to sleep, and then you wake up. 
Do you feel... better? Oh, much better. Let me get that bag for you. <laughs> Hope you didn't get eggs. No. <laughs> no eggs. Milk? Why'd you buy milk? We've got plenty. We... we do? Sure. I just had a bowl of cereal. Boy, was I hungry. I felt like I hadn't eaten in months. Sorry. No problem. I love a nice big bowl of cereal in the morning. I'll use the milk cup before it goes bad. That's good. Say, I'm not home this early often. How about you and me? I'm afraid I can't right now. Sure you can. I have a lot to do. Can you add one more thing to your list? It's tempting, but not right now. Besides, I'm not feeling too well. I'm sorry, I didn't know. What's wrong? It's nothing terrible. Just stuffed up and headachey. A cold? Yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm just not feeling myself. What you need is to go to bed. Jim! You can't blame the guy for trying. Besides, Karen is coming over soon. Well, then maybe later. Yeah, maybe. Shouldn't you be going to the office? Nah, the day's almost over. Have you called them to let them know you're not coming in? They'll figure it out. I'll get that any more on Monday. Get him? Oh, that's right. I didn't tell you about the gag he pulled on me. No, you didn't. He had me buried down at St. Joseph's. Fake headstone and the whole nine yards. It must have cost him a pretty penny. How do you do that? I'm not sure. He must have slipped something to my drink. You know, Eddie, nothing too expensive for a joke. How'd you get out? Whatever he doped me with must have worn off. I woke up in the casket six feet underground. How horrible. Fortunately, there were two guys up top who got me out. What two guys? I don't know. Never saw them before in my life. Say, I'd better put this milk away. You sure you don't need my help with your chores? No, thanks. Okay, then. I'm going to go to my den to plan my revenge on Eddie. I'm going to dream up a practical joke that'll knock him dead. Yes? Excuse me, ma'am. We're looking for James F. Ray. Would he be home? Is this some kind of a sick joke? Not at all. Why? Because he... Wait a minute. Two guys, he said. Yes, he's home. Oh, is now a bad time? Not at all. Now is the perfect time. Please come in. Thank you. Much obliged. You must be the two men from the graveyard. Yes. So your husband told you what happened? As much as he remembers. Memory loss, Professor? Oh, it'll pass. And the brain cells are always the last to rejuvenate. I anticipated that on my uh, test of the elixir. The what? Ma'am, my name is Bill Nicholson. Uh, This is Professor Thomas Hoyt. We're from Consumer Pharmaceuticals. And somehow you brought my gym back to life? Yes, I have developed an elixir which can do just that. You're joking. Certainly not. (laughs) I have some with me in this thermos. It's very important that we speak with your husband. Well, he... Hey, we meet again. (sighs) Glad to see you, Mr. Rigg. You're looking well. How are you feeling? Not bad now. I was pretty tired and hungry when I got home. That's to be expected. Honey, these are the guys I was telling you about. Thanks again, guys, for getting me out of there. It's a good thing I don't suffer from claustrophobia, huh? You're very welcome. What do you uh, remember from before we dug you up? Just waking up. But I've been getting these little flashes in my head. Can't quite make them out. That would be your memory returning. It's a good sign. Sign of what? Mr. Rigg, would you have time to come downtown with us? 
There are some friends of ours that we'd like you well, to... Well, it's a regular convention in here. Eddie, you SOV. That was quite a trick you played on me. But I'll get you back. No, you won't. What's with the gun, pal? Eddie, these are the guys we've been looking for. The two from the cemetery. Well, if that don't beat all. Here I was afraid we'd need a manhunt to find you two and you come to us. Couldn't ask for better luck, could we, honey? No, we couldn't. Honey? Yes, Jim. Eddie, the older guy has something on him he calls his elixir. He used it to bring Jim back to life. Did he? Well, you better hand that over, old man. I will not. Here are your choices. You give it to me willingly, or I kill you and take it. You'd better give it to him. Here. Great. Let me put this thermos down and we'll get to the business at hand. Which is? Killing the three of you. What are you talking about, Eddie? Put down that gun. He said he doesn't remember too much since he came back to life. You never were that bright, Jim. That's how Brenda and I were able to carry on our affair right under your nose. What? You didn't really think I was always out with my girlfriends. Two of you? It was easy. And now we're going to kill you. Again. I was really dead, guys? Yes, for almost six months. We revived you. The two of you killed him? That's right, and Brenda got a lot of insurance money when Jim died. Which I'm not about to give up. And now, with the only three people here who can cause us any trouble, I'll finish the job. You first, Jim. Stay dead this time. Gun! Eddie! Gun! Eddie! Not until you're dead, old pal! Brenda! Keep away from her, Jim. All of you, keep away. I still have more bullets. Brenda. Brenda. Oh, no. She's dead. You killed her, Jim. I killed her? If you hadn't struggled with me, you'd be lying there dead now and not her. Wait a minute. Where's that thermos? (laughs) Got it. What are you going to do? You said this stuff brings people back to life, right? Well, I'm going to bring Brenda back. You can't do that. <laughs> sure I can. I've got the gun. Now, what do I do, old man? Unscrew the top. I wouldn't advise you. And, 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 and then pour it on her? Eddie, you have to listen to me. Empty. It shouldn't be long now. What's happening? What's going on? The elixir is eating away her skin. Look, you can see her bones. Oh, the, the organs are just hanging out. Your stuff ain't working. I tried to tell you that you shouldn't pour it right on her body. You wouldn't listen. Not meant to work that way. I'm sorry, Brenda. I'm sorry. Well, I can still use the money. It's time for you three to die. Line up. Eddie? Brenda! I must have slipped. I'm okay. I'll get up now. Brenda, here. The bullet. It just fell to the floor. Eddie. Oh, God. She's a walking skeleton. Brenda, no! Stay away from me! Honey, what's wrong? Don't! Don't come any closer! Don't you love me anymore? No! Oh! It's his heart. Help him! 
I'm afraid he's dead. Why was he acting so strangely? What could have scared... Was Mr. Rigg. Brenda's in the hospital. The doctors say that she's in a severe state of shock. I can imagine. That was quite a scream she let out when she saw herself in that mirror. Will they be able to do anything for her? Reconstructive surgery, maybe? That would be a big job. She doesn't have a sliver of skin left on her. I don't know what the future holds for her. If only Eddie hadn't... You tried to tell him. He wouldn't listen. It doesn't make me feel any better. Yeah, me neither. So what'll happen to Jim Rigg? He'll continue to live until he dies a natural death. My so-called remarkable elixir doesn't make anyone immortal, just alive again. It's uh, consumer pharmaceuticals still interested in the elixir? Uh, their interest has waned. Well, maybe with uh, some more research? Maybe. They're not sure there's a market for it anymore. Why not? Remember how you said who wouldn't want to bring a dead loved one back to life? Yes. Our first customer didn't. Our special thanks to the voices of Julie Hoferson as the narrator, Joe Stofko as Professor Thomas Hoyt, Darren Marlar as Bill Nicholson, Russell Gold as James Rigg, Katie Daynert as Brenda Rigg, H. Keith Lyons as Eddie Morse, Jim Patton as Mr. Stadler, Mike Hennessy as Mr. Waldorf, and Rish Outfield as Tony Marconi. Professor Hoyt's Remarkable Elixir was written by Mike Murphy. The producer was Katie Daynard. Assistant producer, Mike Murphy. Mixer, Jim Smagata. Script editor, Arlene Osborne. Webmaster, April Sadowski. Art director, Alexa Chipman. We would also like to thank Captain John Tadrzak of Misfits Audio for airing this show. Mike Murphy... The author of this story gratefully acknowledges the continued help of Arlene Osborne in the betterment of his scripts. This production is for enjoyment purposes only. I'm your narrator, Julie Hoverson. This is an original production by Misfits Audio, copyright 2010. Jim Patton as Mr. Statler, Mike Hennessy as Mr. Waldorf. Statler and Waldorf, seriously? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>